This is the Detroit is Different Podcast Network, the culture of an American classic city. Tune in weekly to the Piper Carter Podcast with Piper Carter for a conscious take on music, arts, politics, and fashion. Hi, welcome to the Unicorns Are Real Podcast. I'm Erin. And today we have a special unicorn guest in the building. Please introduce yourself. Yo, what's up, y'all? My name is Benjamin L. Turner. Okay. All right. Get so the full full. Poor guy. Yeah, that's the only one I got. You no know? shame. Not at all. Not at all. Shame is shame's terrible. Yeah, I'm just saying because some people don't want to have their whole government name out there. Oh, that's factual. It'd be like uh, that. Yeah. I mean, I just put mine out on the last podcast. Factual. Okay. Slap. <laughs> so we do a thing where we describe our week in a color and a song. So how would you describe your week? Through a color and a song. And a color and a song. Um, my week is orange. Okay. Um, I've been on the orange wave very tough. Mm-hmm. Yes. And my song, ooh, I've been listening to some slaps lately. Okay. I can't okay. lie, okay. but ooh, ooh, okay. <laughs> it's damn near this new 2 chains. Okay. Uh, threat. I'm a threat. I'm a threat, I'm a threat, I'm a threat, threat, threat. It's such a beautiful song. It's got a great Ninth Wonder sample, some really mm. nice drums. And it's not really about being a bad guy, but he's sort of navigating his past. And that juxtaposes with where he is now. And I've been feeling like that. Like, damn, I really came from some crazy places. And now I'm, like, doing a totally different thing. And so that just feels like it uh, speaks to my week. Did a 180. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, we out here. Nice. Yeah. Okay, darling, Asia. Okay. Ooh, she me with a darling. I know, right? I must be on her good side today. Today. Um. Wait, you got to do the like the long hair flip. <laughs> today. So, <laughs> mine is also a 2 chain song, which oh. is crazy because I'm not even like, don't fight me on this. I'm not a big 2 chains lover. That's okay. Hey, but y'all um, want to say wavelength today. Um, But mine is um Bailon with him and Pharrell. I love that song, um, mainly because I oh, love <laughs> your well, love for Pharrell. My love for Pharrell, yes, because um, <laughs> the beat is amazing. I love like, you can't me so like when it first come on because you know he does his little signature in the yeah. beginning, and then it's just like wow, that hit so hard. <laughs> and then it's just such an upbeat song. It's like violin, violin, violin. You know. Yeah. I just, I love that song. It's just like a really like uh, positive song. And, you know, I want people to dance more. Even if, even if you look a little goofy, because I do, I look like a Bambi out here dancing. She but, does. Um, wow. I don't care. But it's adorable, you know? I'm, I'm having find, fun. You'll find that beat one day. I'm having fun. I, she, you know, <laughs> I have, my, my creative stuff is in other, is in other stuff. It's it not, is. And you're amazing in all those other things. Thank fields. you. Everyone's not amazing at everything. Actually. Yeah. So, actual and factual. I'm sorry, that song is stuck in my head. We got you. Every every time he says factual, that just comes in my mind. (laughs) Well, (laughs) that's about to be in the whole podcast. It is. (laughs) (laughs) But um, my color today is I'm gonna go with pink. You know, just just to pay tribute to the to the trap house. Yes. Yeah. That it's it's great. I would never think that you know. His his album cover would just be a pink house. I think it's awesome, you know what he's doing with that place. You know it's great, but um, 
I'm gonna go with pink. I'm not a big fan of pink, but I think it's a good example of my week this week. That's great. I'm going along with the song. All right. So this week, I'm gonna say my color is lime green. Ooh, lime. I'm going with lime green because it's like, you know, such a lively color. And I say it's like kind of a rawness to the color She's itself. Sour. <laughs> and um, the song I'm going to go with is Sierra Wack, uh, Gloria. <laughs> because this week, that song, <laughs> that song has been in heavy rotation along with... <laughs> <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because I'm just, it's just some inside jokes, y'all. Uh-oh. They will never know. Oh, yeah. You guys will never know the reason why, but just know some shit has gone on this week. And a lot of whack, whack niggas out here. You know, a lot of whack niggas. Well, let's talk about it. Hold on. Pause the podcast. <laughs> we this are really not going to talk about it. it on the podcast because the person might be a listener. In DM. In DM. Might be. Who knows? Sip this wine right Niggas. here. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Niggas ain't shit. I'm not going to say all. Just some. Niggas ain't shit, but hoes and tricks. That's a song, right? Get the fuck on and then. <laughs> I don't know that one. I don't know that tune. You don't know? Bitches ain't shit, but hoes and tricks. I tried to flip it, but. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I was. I thought that it like triggered something. No. Okay. I don't trigger anything. It's fine. I, I, I can't. You, I can't find it in my. Dr. Dre that much, probably. I got you, honey. Not really. I I, I don't like listening to his his voice that much. <laughs> um, Why? Because it's the next episode. You don't like that. That's not. In, you're not you in sound better saying it than he does. Wow. I just am so happy. No, I'm, I'm sorry, Doctor Dre. I'm, I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. I don't want to be no. I don't want people to label label me as a hater because every time people have 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 like. You know, opposing views. opposing views. I'm looked at as the Charlemagne of the show, and you know whatever. I just state my my truth. Yeah, say how you feel, honey. His Don't voice, let them tell his you. His voice sounds like a frog, <laughs> like wow. like like a frog. Like it just it don't it sound like he's trying to be hard, but it's it's, it's not coming out. It's a frog. It's a frog. What movie is that from? Too late, Matilda. Great movie. Everyone. I don't like Matilda. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> you are the Charlemagne. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I just it wasn't it wasn't didn't tickle my fancy. It at wasn't all. for you. No, it's okay. you didn't try to move you something no with your mind. You ain't got no Miss Trunchbulls in your life. You know, I don't like. <laughs> she might be there. I I, I also don't like. Oh. Mm, I also don't like snap. musicals. So. <laughs> uh, like there was certain <laughs> Disney movies that I didn't like. I wasn't listening to y'all because I know y'all was talking trash. No, no. What? Us talking trash. I just listened to y'all talk shit on the, uh, when I listened to the episode when it come out. Oh. I tuned y'all out. Wow. I know how to do that. Wow. I have to tune niggas out a lot. Wow. So now we just random niggas. Wow. Wow. She had hey, different you want, on the podcast. Hey, if, if, you wanna, uh, if the boot fits, put it on where? Whoa. She was just saying, Aaron, I love you. I ain't say that about you. Okay. He said it. Okay, cool. My mouth is dry. I'm, I'm still, just, I'm still yeah. on the good side, y'all. Mike here drop. so I don't get fined. Mike drop. Just here so I don't get fined. But that's... Fined. <laughs> oh. 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 Let's give some background knowledge onto that. Fined. <laughs> uh, no need. Uh, let's uh, continue. 
<laughs> you sure? Yeah, I, I think uh, I might bring it up back in the, no, the let's, next let's, segment. Uh, let's Unicorns are real. Follow okay. through. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Oh, yes, thank you. We're going to move it along to the self-titled segment, Unicorns Are Real. And we're going to talk about how Benjamin, um, <laughs> he has done done some troubles to the unicorns. I have. Yes. I have. Let's get it out Let's here. get it out the way. I'm going to put it all out there. He stood us up twice. Oh, my. I did not twice. Was it two times? You stood I us mean, up. it was kind of twice, the, man. You, you stood us up. At the coffee shop, and then that was an accident. Yep, and then <laughs> you made me believe that you was also going to help with the with our with our music track. I was. I would have done that. But but shout out to our great unicorn that supplied our our intro and outro. Motherfucking wow. fresco. Yes. Wow. Where Joe at? Okay. You know, look, he said it. We're, we're here's a lot the of power. Thing. Here's the thing. motherfucking. Tr- oh shit! I I'm dropped, getting real comfortable dropped, right now. You listen. are. You are. It's good. Ooh, That's good. Everybody get comfortable. Up. You too. We all us. I'm just comfortable. All, you know what I'm saying? You know, this wine is. Oh, I'm a little loose. Yeah. Sip, sip. <laughs> and my voice ah, is still. Okay, so look. No, but truly though, um, it's a bad habit. It's a very bad mm-hmm. habit. I I don't, I won't blame the culture of where I'm from. I won't blame it, but I will use it as context. Where are you from? I'm from the Bay Area. Okay. And there's a... Every every region sort of has a particular, like different aspects of that make up the culture, right? Yep. And one thing in the Bay that you deal with a lot, I think, like uh, so. For example, New York is like, oh, everyone's assholes. That's sort of the like general read of the culture, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Obviously, there's more depth to that, but that's sort of the general read. In the Bay Area, we have a word that we use. We okay. we we call it catting off. Okay. And like we use that like slang term, like oh, you're a cat. It used to be longer. It used to be like, oh, you're a J-cat. Everybody is a cat in the Bay. Everybody. Like a black cat? or like Nah, 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 cat? nah. So you're just, catting off means like there is a certain, ah, I'm so sorry, y'all. We just, we got to admit to this shit. Mm-hmm. We got a Bay Area. I'm sorry. I love y'all stand up. We, it's a certain flakiness. Okay. Is really what it means. I mean, it's like, oh, you finna cat? And it's, the the problem Really, is that in the Bay, it's really normal to do that shit. Like, to, like, flake? To, ca- to flake. It's, like, super wow. accepted. It's almost more expected of you to flake than to come through. That's, so That's wild. I'm it's sorry. It's just, like, intimately. It's terrible. It is terrible. But I've learned, like, I've lived in a lot of places. So it's been something that I've had to, like, regularly confront. If somebody, if you, if you and me, we was, oh, like, you hit me up. Hey, bro, let's go to this, uh, slide to this little wooty wop. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, 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 let's do it. If I didn't show up, if I didn't show up in the Bay Area, it would not, it would be like, oh, yeah, like, whatever. It would not be a thing. We damn near would never talk about it again. We would only talk about it in jest to joke about which one of us is more of a cat. Like, no, nah, bro, because you catted on me that time. Remember we were supposed to go to Panera Bread and you said you was going to get the Wooty Wop? Oh, yeah, you catted. Oh, but you catted this other time, bro. You a cat, bro. You stay catting, bro. Pull up. So then you got to be on people's heads like, man, you said you finna be here in 10 minutes. 10 minutes for real is you finna cat. So that's a part of our culture. I have a bad, it's like a bad habit that I picked up. And it's something that I've learned. I've lived a lot of places. I've been thankful to be able to move around. And I realized, oh, that shit is not a part of everyone's culture. It's not normal. It's not healthy. It's not good. Benjamin, this is troublesome. So I deeply apologize. Um, 
We accept your apology. Thank you. Thank we you. accept it. Thank so, like, when you brought that up, Asia, I'm not going to lie. I saw DJ Envy's Beige Rage going on the meter, you know, because when he confronted <laughs> when he confronted Jesus and Meryl about bringing his wife and his cheating in today's show, I saw the little Beige Rage meter, and it went all the way red. I'm not going to lie to you. Oh, that's not funny to you. No, it's funny. Oh, that's got to be funny. That's hilarious <laughs> to me. That's, that's real funny. I'm not going to lie, because in my head, I was like, that's so funny, because I see it. I see it just going off. And I was like, I feel like Angela Yee or like Charlamagne when he was like, when he gets in his little angry moves. And I'd be like, nah. so you, So you really about to confront my man? Oh, oh, like you didn't think I was going to do it. Oh, no, not today. I just thought maybe you was going to do either before or after the podcast, you know. No, why not? Give the little audience a little chuckle. (laughs) Okay, boo. All right. So, other, so moving on. So, what else we like to do? Thank you for your apology. We accept it. Of course. Um, It's all games. It's yeah. all fun. It's all fun. It better be no. But look at look how she's sitting no, no, in her no, chair no, no, still. Yeah. Now if y'all can see how she was sitting in this chair with this wine. Oh, I we do like, we do wine now, y'all. I feel like the the the, the hand is strong. I could get backhanded had I not apologized. Let's put it like that. She's in a perfect <laughs> position to hit me with a mean backhand yeah. strike. <laughs> Kia, and that would be my whole back. shit. You, you know say the whole goddamn thing. I never say that to you. You got me messed up. <laughs> you got me messed up. You better say the whole damn thing. A pimp nigga. Name. A pimp named Nip Back Boy, get off me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, These niggas yeah. from the Bay think they shit, huh? Yes. <laughs> okay. So, like I said, we're going to go back into the segment. Um, we like to do this with our guests where we visually describe how we see our unicorn. Your unicorn can look like anything you want it to. So how would you describe your unicorn? How do you see your unicorn visually? Um, I think my unicorn damn near is like I think my unicorn has like a I, f- I feel like they're about transfiguration I feel like my unicorn is just like bro I I I don't want to have to deal with what comes along with being identified as a unicorn so what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna have the ability to like transfigure myself to look like however I need to look Okay. My favorite form is like my unicorn's like favorite form is to be itself, but it's that's like not a safe thing in the world. He's the utmost hipster. That's what he's saying. Bro, really get <laughs> off my head. Really? He came from hipster land, though. Wow. So this is what, wow. No, no. Wow. <laughs> wow. No. Wow. 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 No, nah, for real though. Like I do, I do, I do. I think my unicorn black as hell. Mm-hmm. On top of that, uh, very, very black. Um, and I think black, the blackness is not to to be um, exclusive in the sense of keeping exclusivity, keeping people out. But okay. its inclusivity is that like you lose yourself within what it is. You know, it's like everything is encompassed within that blackness. So if you've been otherized in any way. You have representation in what my unicorn looks like. So your unicorn is a black hole of everything. A black hole inverted. Y'all can't see the horizon. Y'all don't know what it is, but it's out there. It might fuck you up. Keep messing with it. Trying to take shots at where it's from in the galaxy. (sighs) I felt that. The the way you said that, (laughs) has anybody ever told you like that guy? um, Yes. Like 
what the fuck or I don't know the dude from uh, you be on Wild and Out now <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> you look a lot Wait, like him with so the hat on I just thought of one of our no. earlier conversations and I don't know if I brought that up or you brought that up you look first, just like earlier like conversations him. funny enough so I definitely well your face is slimmer than his my whole thing is he looks just like me okay <laughs> are you older than him or are yes. you just a shit Yes is the answer. Yes. And yes. But also, but here's the thing. What it is, is like, it's fun. Shout out to that dude. I don't know his name, but I'm I really, don't either. I fuck with him, and here's why. Like, it's cool. He I, fuck with him, but he don't know the name. It's cool. Just as in general, bro. Get off my head. <laughs> Look, here's why. Because cause having an expressive face is like... Emmanuel it, Hudson. I'm sorry. There Emmanuel we go. Hudson. It's a me. thing. It's a thing. Like... <laughs> And you have to kind of learn how to use it. And, and it can make people, like, giggle or make people not take you serious and type shit. So you, yeah. have, to, you have to choose to, like, you know, fuck it. I'm going to just have an expressive ass face. Yeah. Um, which I do. So, you do. I, and, you I, and I mess with that because, you know, like, me personally, with my large eyes, I can't not be expressive. That's you know what where Doom, doom, doom. I'm being watched. It. I feel it because <laughs> my face reacts faster than anything. Oh, yeah. Like, what the like it, it's like when when um I tried to, to bring hide. it back to his you know his downfalls, but when Aaron told me that you weren't coming, I was like, "What?" Oh, we had oh my god that day. Mm. I'm, not, what? I'm not even gonna tell you what happened that day. So I got slander. Basically, they probably put dirt on oh, my name on my no, grave. No, it was so funny. Like because no, like petty. that day, I had to call you back because like I sat in myself and I was like, if I stay on the phone with him. I'm gonna be angry. We're gonna go the fuck off. <laughs> and it's gonna go left. And I know me and going left because sometimes I act impulsively. So I was like, let me remove myself and call him back when I'm back at peace. I appreciate with, that. I, I think too, <laughs> with my anger. a lot of humility to do that. It does. <laughs> it does. It does. Snaps to Aaron. And also, like, you know, this is a lesson if you're listening to the podcast to really be a. Uh, it's not even just on some be about your worship. Just be mindful of your time. Like I have mm-hmm. a, t- I also have a tendency to want to say yes to most things mm-hmm. and want to be available in ways that if I do a accurate and and sincere audit of where I am, this shit is not real. Like I yeah. can't do that shit. But I sort of, I never think about that's that's not been a part of my process as much in the past. So it's like. Mm, yeah, 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 I could do that shit. Yeah, I'll be there. Like, despite the fact that, oh, like, I got this thesis and, oh, I got this and I'm teaching and blah, blah, blah. And maybe I'm about to just be dog-ass tired or maybe I'm about to forget or maybe I didn't write it. Like, there's all these things. Um, so, again, this is not to say it's not boosty as fuck to cat off on, on great people because it is boosty as fuck. Um, but rather, like, let my downfall in getting slandered on this podcast right now <laughs> be a reminder for the rest of y'all listeners to be to be good about your time, to be honest about where you're at. Maybe you can't do that thing you're committed to. You feel me? And I think it's because artists they like all the time. Oh, time is of the essence. You know, time is just fig- is just a figurative aspect of life. Today I got time. Yeah, like no, nah, nigga. There's 24 hours in a day. Use that shit and use it correctly. Yeah, factual. But um. I'm a, since you brought up your teaching, uh, let's let the listeners know what exactly you do as boom, a teacher. Boom, boom. Um, so I I was teaching at my alma mater. Okay. Um, uh, what is that? Or do you not want to disclose? Uh, it's fine. I mean, it's whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to Wayne State to get a master's, and, and I what? was uh, in creative writing and okay. 
African diasporic literature. Mm, beautiful. Um, yeah, it was it was it was cool. It was quite an experience. Um, I've been teaching or educating for quite some time, uh, probably close to ten years. Nice. And in different capacities, teaching spoken word poetry at Wayne State in particular. I was teaching a comp class, a couple sections of comp, which was garbage. And um because it wasn't creative. Not yet yes, <laughs> but also I had to admit to myself that like I have the skills and the ability and I'm thankful to teach and be a good instructor, or facilitator, professor, whatever. That is not where my heart is. And that is the key ingredient. I just I I personally don't want to teach in the classroom. And it makes a hundred percent sense when I think about I hated class. I hated school. I hated being in a desk. So for me to then like go into that system, switching it around and me being the person that stands in front of the classroom didn't do much for me. I thought like I thought that was the wave, but it wasn't the wave. So um, I was teaching for a long time and doing a bunch of other stuff and moving around everywhere. Um, and now I just make art. Now I'm, I'm a happy boy. And I think teaching through the art is like what I always wanted to do anyway. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> okay. Um, so Asia brought up you saying your whole government earlier. <laughs> <laughs> so why did you choose to use your government as your stage name as well? Um, I had this strange encounter with a guy I can't remember and I feel almost brokenhearted that I can't. Um, this random old dude I met on a plane once. Um, mind you, there's always like a lot of shame around names sometimes for people, you know, especially with particular names. I got an old ass name. I got a name, like my auntie always makes fun of my mom. Like, why are you name that boy that old, you know, that old man? Like you have a baby. Earl. You have a baby, a precious new life. Benjamin Earl. And you name that baby Benjamin Frederick Damn Douglas. Like it's just an old ass. My little name. cousin's name, he's ten. His name well, eleven. His name is Leroy. Oh yeah. that's uh, that so, I mean, that's that, that one. Me. Yeah, that's that. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yours is not bad. Mine is not, yeah, mine is but is like Leroy? You know, Leroy Jones is just like <laughs> Oh. Um, so so it was always a weird thing. Benjamin in particular, I think most Benjamins struggle with this. It's a name that gets cut. Like all the time, and you feel a way about it. Ben is like I. Ben is like such an a white ugly, boy name. Ugly name, yeah. It's just like oh Ben. Hey Ben. Hey Ben. Hey Ben. You're just a Ben. Yeah. Hey You're Ben. Hey Ben. And then saying it growing up, that shit was annoying. Like if you don't enunciate hella much, if you enunciate hella much, it sounds dumb, right? Oh, my name is Ben. It's like <laughs> all right, fucker. You know that's how I felt about it. <laughs> then like if you say it like oh my name's Ben, your name's Vin, Din. Like, it was oh, just yeah. stupid shit like that, yeah. okay? So, and then when you say Benjamin, if you don't have, like, an ownership of it, you don't really fuck with it, you're like, oh, my name is Benjamin, and it sounds whack, right? It sounds muffled. You know? And then people call you Benji, Benny, um, you know, a bunch of names that, like, you have to grow with, you don't fuck with as a kid. They're not dope names as a kid, right? So there was a lot of, like, <laughs> as I get roasted right now internally. No, no, I'm not laughing at you. Uh-huh. I'm laughing at, I used to listen to a lot of, um, a lot of prank phone calls, you know, um, <laughs> um, 
uh, Smiley, Ricky Smiley stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> one of the guys, his name was, that was prank phone call, his name was Benji. And she was like, I don't know who the fuck you is, Benji. Benji. <laughs> it was so funny. That's fucked up. <laughs> so every time somebody says Benji, I think of Benji. First of all, you ain't got to say that B. See, already, why you, Benji? you running was, that B? She was pissed, like, I don't know who the fuck you is, Benji, but come over fucking here right now. I'll beat your ass. I'm just like... <laughs> wow. So First funny. of all, Ricky Smiley, thank you for oh my ruining gosh. this for me. <laughs> um, no, nah, I'm just playing Ricky. You dope. Uh, so, yeah, I'll get to... The long and short of it is that basically I was on a plane. I met a guy. I was headed to Chicago. This old dude who looks like an old dude who's an actor who I can't remember because my mind sucks. And he... We just talked the whole time and he... Was telling me all this shit, experiences, blah, blah. And he asked me my name. He's like, what's your full name? And I was like, Benjamin Earl Turner. And he was like, bro, that's a hell of a name. And I was like, huh? And mind you, this is one of the first times where it felt like from a stranger. Like, man, you know, you don't believe your parents when they tell you. Like, of course they think. Yeah. They named you. Like, they got to hold that down. Always like, has to come from a stranger. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. For you to feel something about yeah. it. It would yeah. be so whack if your mom, if your mom and dad, like, just... I was like, yeah, now nah, your name do suck though. We was <laughs> we was tweaking. We should. My mama have. did that. We we named you Broomhilda, and that was really dumb. <laughs> she she didn't teach me how to spell my middle name until I was like ten. What's your middle name? Sheree. I embrace it now, but she was like, the concept of it's terrible because my dad's name is Raymond, and he wanted he wanted to uh, have a um a son, so he named him the third. Uh huh. But you know, so I came. Oh, you needed a she Ray. Yeah. So he. Yeah, he so fucked you fucked up Sheree. the plan. And she was like, I ain't with it. It's it sounds a little hood, and the spelling of it is awful too. I mean, What's, I embrace it now. It's 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 a ch. I mean, no, it's not. It's not a ch. Yeah, it's a, it's she a said it's, She was like, it's bad, but it ain't that bad. Yeah. Right. It's, a, it's, a, it's got a little apostrophe in it, though. You okay. know, hey, yeah, you know, my sister up. got a apostrophe well, in her well, name. Yeah. You gotta feel. You gotta embrace that. Embrace yeah. that. Don't forget the accent. You feel me? No, but when you told that story about the man having that deep connection with you as a musician, um, I immediately just went to like how much a dollar cost when K Dot was talking about how yeah, he yeah, had that yeah. encounter with the older man yeah. that like had that had that um conversation with him that basically turned his life around yeah. with with a new perspective on what on his thoughts on that particular aspect of his life. Yeah, absolutely. If you listeners don't know by now, Asia's favorite album almost is the Pimp a Butterfly. My favorite <laughs> great Kendrick album. album. Kendrick album. I mean, because you can listen to it I mean, from beginning to end, and it's just just out outlandish. It's for it's it's uh, phenomenal. It is a good it, one. It doesn't get enough hype. You want an unpopular hot take opinion? What? Damn, it's his best album. Damn is Kendrick Lamar's best album. Okay. It is the most fully realized. I can see it. I can see that. Most mature, trim, no fat, lean, everything hits, every lyric. I I hits. I personally enjoy To Pimp a Butterfly because I like the final connection that he pulls from at the very For end. The yeah, I do. I mean, it at was the beautiful. very end because it has that you have, know the continuation of yeah. all the lines it's, at the very end when yeah, you're talking his about full it. storytelling yeah. capability. Yes. Yeah. And I think that it was a great album conclusion. for the time being. I agree. I do agree wholeheartedly. I, yeah. I take no not in in establishing yeah. Damn to me as his best album. I make no knock on how phenomenal To Pimp a Butterfly is. Yes. But I do think, 
you know. And then I like the album cover better too. It speaks more <laughs> like because cover it art is, is very yeah. it is. cover it is. art is very important to me. Um, being that I like the visual arts as well. Yeah. Factual. Um, so to me, that's just like a whole like fuck you. And then I think it's like great in this time being since we got some oompa loompa and you know. Yeah, you just gonna roast the the god emperor like that. The oompa loompa. No, I'm just playing. I, just, <laughs> I was like, uh, I had to get that troll off real quick. <laughs> I was like, listen, yeah, I we can't. We have a door. <laughs> if you wow. support that man, you feel That's me? Real. I mean, <laughs> he. I just think that it's great to be like, fuck the the system and how it is. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I, cause you know that remember that that song where he was like, um, he was talking about basically just being gangs. That shit is so. Yeah. That shit is so real. Yeah. Because, like, think about all the troubles and trials that black people have gone through and it's entirely because of the United States government and, and its gang lord mentality. Facts. So I'm going to stop talking so much. I want to learn more about you yeah. and your artistry. So, Van, <laughs> um, what motivated you? I mean, yeah, what motivated you um, in pursuing performing or rapping? Um, hmm. just as opposed to, this will help if you say the last part of it. <laughs> oh, opposed to just, you know, just teaching or um, He already kind of spoke on, like, how... Because once you're in the classroom, you really know, like, if you like it or you don't. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think in general, like, overall, even outside of the classroom, like, there's other things I thought I wanted to do in life, mm-hmm. kind of, sort of. But from the very... For as far back as I can remember, I was always on the... Um, I was always on, like... Uh, Acting and and um, that goes in hand voice. with I love because yeah. musicians acting. tend to be like actors yeah absolutely. anyway because yeah. Like, you're performing I yeah mean, you have yeah. to put on a show yeah, yeah you have exactly. to entertain the crowd you have to grab the crowd yep 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 I love acting um, <laughs> you in a sense become I don't want to say you can become a different person because I like to but think you can that, be I mean yeah but I mean. You're exposing, I wouldn't say a different person, but you're exposing a different part of you. Almost like a true self. Yeah. yeah. A, a true self of who someone might not see on a regular basis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. I wouldn't say it's a completely different, like, I, I don't get too far into it when Beyonce be like, yeah, I'm Sasha Fierce. I just think it's, you know. I mean, I would say Benjamin's slightly different on stage than he is, like, talking to you. <laughs> no, but I'm, <laughs> no, when I say that, I'm saying it in effect so that people understand that it's not somebody else it's not like his body's been taken over yeah, like mean, when people think of Sasha Fierce they think of like some type of spirit taking over her body and if she's becoming somebody else and no I think I think so this is what I think it is I think it's like uh I've I've found like a useful analogy or, or metaphor or whatever to be language like the idea of speaking a different language mm-hmm. and that different languages are not just about um that it has to do with location as much as it does like uh, understanding, right? So, so what I mean to say is that um, if if I'm talking to like if I'm at the family cookout, that location, like that mm-hmm. space, requires a certain language from me, yeah. like body language, dialect, tone, et cetera, et cetera. And so that's to say language in and of itself, like because we're required to speak different languages in different sort of spaces, that's how you see the fullness of yourself because you're expressing yourself in like the multitude. If I'm only speaking like computer code, then it's really difficult in computer code to communicate like how I feel about love. It might be doable, but it won't be optimal. 
right? So like in order to, I think, express a full self, I've sort of learned like, oh, like there's hella aspects of me that only really can manifest when I'm performing. Mm -hmm. And it's not even just like the, oh, I'm being wild and crazy or some shit. It's like also as much as I can be super goofy in real life, uh, the like, I'm get like hyper serious about yeah. what I do on stage. Even if I'm being funny on stage, I'm like, nigga, I'm motherfucking doing it. Like yeah. I'm a performer. You know what I mean? Um, but sometimes it's the, it's vice versa. So in order to like get all of those sort of different aspects of yourself and it just speaks to the idea that we're hella multifaceted, yeah. you know? Um, so, so yeah, I, for me, I always wanted to act and write. I started acting like probably when I was like three or four, but nobody knew it. Like, but Robin Williams was like my, my patron saint. And I wanted, I would just mimic everybody. And there's like, even I would tell my mom when I, by the time I was like seven or eight, I remember going to my mom and being like, mom, like, I don't have a laugh. She was like, what are you talking about? I'm like, mom, I don't know how to laugh. Like, I only know how to laugh. Like the last person I heard laugh, mm -hmm. um, because I was just like a, like a little mimic box. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that's how I got good at like voices and trusting my you voice. Mock there yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that just sort of like. By the time I was like 10 or 11, uh, maybe like 12, 12, 13, I was writing hella much. And then the writing from like, oh, I want to write like novels, stories, movies. Oh, I really fuck with poetry. And then poetry became rap and then rap sort of. So now all those things are still there, but like music is at the forefront right now. Where um, do you draw your inspiration for your music? From black people, mostly. People just in general, but particularly like, uh, uh, black people, black Gee, I music, why. and shit. Um, <laughs> um, he's he's black. Just I'm a, just let you know. He's a Negro. <laughs> that's from my movie Trading Places. Y'all should watch yeah. it. Uh, that's also always in I my work. You. Trading Places. <laughs> um, Mortimer. Uh, yeah. Uh, a lot of inspiration from a lot of black writers. Like having gone to school, the one thing that I super fuck with about it is that I got put on the shit that I. I probably wouldn't have known about or I wouldn't have found or had the energy to find. Um, and and then I, all the obvious people, you're sort of like stupid to not be inspired by any and everything yeah. that is applicable. Mm -hmm. So it's more about, for me, my process of, of even inspiration is like having a bank mm -hmm. and just I put as much shit in as I can. And then when it's, when it's applicable, it's there to draw out. Um, and that's sort of how I look at it. So, um, how was your Euro tour that you just came from? That shit was crazy. Last week. That shit was very wild. Tell us the experience um, being overseas performing. Did you see yourself performing overseas? I never I never thought it was really real. Like I grew up in a very sort of religious space, as a lot of think young black people do and in some capacity, whatever that religion is, mine was was uh, Christianity. And I remember hearing a pastor tell a story about how a young man was super dedicated and he loved the Lord and he really wanted to go overseas to do missions work. And he dedicated his whole life really to making that dream come true. And he felt God was speaking to him and helping that come about. And I think right before he was supposed to go on the trip, he got sick and he passed away. And a lot of people were trying to deal and grapple with that. Don't remember which pastor I heard that from. Don't remember what the moral of the story was. Do remember the story. Do remember thinking, 
damn, I really want to go overseas. I really want to travel. It's always been in my heart. God, is you really finna play me like you did, buddy, in the story? And so I never really thought it was real. And I always sort of, I tried to hope secretly, you know, like a very secret hope I'm going to go overseas. So when it happened, like it blew my mind and that was great. Um, the experience was very, just the word was surreal. And the other word, I think, or the other sort of way to think about it is just, it was, um, there was just so many lessons to learn. Um, almost like, I, I kind of feel sad about admitting I didn't get to explore at all. I didn't get the sort of like what people say mm -hmm. you'll get. Like, oh, you're traveling and you're meeting all these different people. Like, I got that maybe. That was like maybe 25%. Yeah. But like 75% was my understanding of the mechanisms of tour and music and its power and like, I'm in an Uber with a random French dude who looks Puerto Rican who starts <laughs> playing rap music as soon as I get in the car. He's looking in the rearview mirror trying to check if, like, I'm fucking with it. And I'm like, bro, I'm fucking with this. Like, this is nice. He can barely speak English. I can't speak no French. We're kind of brokenly communicating. And he plays some... Through music. Yeah, through music. He plays some Wayne. Uh, let's go. Play that. We're going to stop the whole podcast. Y'all got to listen to that. Um... No, but like, yeah, he he like plays some way and Wheezy F baby and the F is for French. And I was just like, nigga, duh, that's so good. <laughs> um, and then after playing a bunch of rap songs, he played Lucy Pearl. And I feel like everybody just, I just want, I would love to see like a big Lucy Pearl, like uh, fucking bandwagon reignited. Right? Uh -huh. Like I really love their music. I'm not hella familiar with it, to be honest, because there's so much shit to be familiar with. But everything I have heard of them, I have absolutely loved, right? I was like, honestly just listening to them. Back, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to lie. I had a whole moment in my room. I was like, talk. I am really about to sit here and listen to uh, this yes. whole, like, I listened to Dang, I can't think of the song right now. But it's like their most. Oh my god! You I know what? I wanna dance. Yes. I oh wanna yes. It came out last night. Yes. Tonight. Yes. Thank that you. That shit has I been love, like. I yes. promise, I was sitting in my room just like. I wanna baby. dance tonight. Yeah. That shit is a. That's like glorious. <laughs> Rafael Sadiq, they're oh, glorious. Yes. Like. Oh my god. You know, and so he plays that, and he starts singing it, and he's just like American singers, like y'all here, like. You know, French singers, we cool. And, it, like, you know, that's his opinion. That's his thing. But it was just to see that, to, like, know. Because when I think of that, yeah. like, American music is black music. Mm -hmm. And without, like, oh, the yeah. influence of blackness. So then I'm just like, damn, the power of blackness is super beautiful and can connect people. And it's way more than, like, even what America gives it credit for, you know? Because you think about the quote-unquote... I don't listen to like a lot of pop music, but you think about like the the hottest pop musicians of all time, yeah. and a lot of them are either black or pulled directly from black influence, black culture. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah absolutely. You, you know, like Michael Jackson, pop, Prince, pop, um, pop rock. Yeah, I mean, oh, but you everything. know, you know, we gotta Prince, embody all the Prince. But, yeah, you feel yeah, me? Prince embody <laughs> almost everything. You know, yeah. but you know, you you got like the I mean, to this day, like Ariana, you could go Ariana Grande's new album is heavily influenced by trap. Like, yeah, it is. You know what I mean, I haven't it's, listened to Ariana Grande. Um, I, I mean, Mariah Carey, she like facts. 
<laughs> she full fledged white woman past trying to trying to pass as a black woman. Wow, that's what you doing right no, now. No, but I'm saying, yeah. but I'm saying like like did you just call Mariah Carey White? You just call Mariah Carey White? She only like a quarter. She she barely she's black. Sti- she's black. That itty she's bitty half. bit is enough. She that's half, enough. Her half. dad is half black, half Afro Venezuelan. I mean, Afro. Is it Venezuelan? Look, I'm going to tell you like I'm this. I'm pretty look. sure it's Afro Latino regardless it is. She a quarter. It's you get to be quarter. black if you decide that's to be no, black. No, because, no, because be black. that white lady Wait, said she Asia, decided to be Asia, black. Except that. Asia, honey, honey, Asia, it's still black. Okay, yeah, but I'm saying she And got, it's still half because if he's Afro Latino, he's still black, honey. Well, okay, so this Just is because thing. he's not. I didn't know she I didn't know he was half Afro Latino. Yes, he's half Afro Latino, <laughs> okay, half African American as in <laughs> black American. Okay, whatever. I take that back. Yes, okay, I'm so wrong. You will dress but her as such a black woman. She's, Let's go. she's <laughs> I'm not gonna let Let's you run go. down Mariah like we that. We holding man. it down, Mariah. <laughs> she's playing my okay, she's she is a black woman, but let's think about it in a way as she is still capitalizing off of off of black culture, but then still still mainly capitalizing off of her her skin looking. Is, do you, I don't I don't think that because I don't think there's ever been a point where Mariah denied that she was. Like no, but I, I I don't look at it. I'm not saying oh, she just ever because she got blonde hair now. No, for no, sure. No, but it is. No, I mean, I guess like I guess no, like I'm saying, colorism but, is a no, but, at play. But I'm but I'm what I'm saying is what I'm saying is Mariah Carey. She cap she for sure capitalized off of off of black culture via music. And but okay, she black. Listen, listen to what I'm saying. Stop I'm cutting listening. me off, okay? But I'm. I mean, you but, took a pause, so I just. I no, got in that pause. No. What I'm trying <laughs> to say is that other than that, she does not she does she does not like greatly push the the culture or her cultures. She, she does not seem as if like she's riding with it. It's just like, okay, yeah, I'm gonna use this platform for that. How does she money. not seem like she's riding for it? Because there's there's a certain type of thing, like, okay. So you use music. Okay, that's fine. But within everything else, like her whole image, like her her image, her image completely changed from when she was with when she was with that white man to when she was with Nick Cannon. I I, I mean, I saw the same Mariah. I didn't. I it, didn't at all. She looks the same. She just always been nah. dialed I would up say I would say on the Mariah tip <laughs> to 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 be fair. One thing that changed my because I was I was of mixed opinion about Mariah because it's just hard to be it's hard to know right you it, like blackness has a weird um, you have to like damn near prove your your allegiance to blackness beyond the ability for its culture to make you money which means caring yeah. about some shit that can't make you money yeah. which is like the communities and blah 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 she- now I was I was until. You realize that she put "Old Dirty Bastard" on her song at a time when, and she single-handedly was advocating to put a nigga named "Old Dirty Bastard" on her pop record at a time where the control of mm-hmm. white people over the music industry was like absolute. And I do think, even in that way, like when she wanted to marry her sound to rap music yeah. and to hip hop, like that was a that was a major win. And it wasn't because I don't think single-handedly it was like oh this is going to be the next tight shit 
I think it was because she was like, bruh, I'm trying to represent more than just be a poppy but ass that, yeah. shorty. But, but with that saying, during that time, there was also a huge, huge wave of other musicians doing the same thing. But it was yeah. a huge, I mean, huge but... wave of, of R&B artists that are hopping on hopping on tracks with rap artists. But what I'm saying is, did they have the pressure? Did they have the same pressure, right? Like, having having uh, having Janet Jackson get on a song with Busta Rhymes is different. Why? Because Janet Jackson is clearly a super blackity black artist, and we already knew that, and there was nothing to, like, really, you know what I'm saying, disrupt that reality. But Mariah Carey was the great white hope, you feel me, of, like, she was a white She's white passing with a black woman's voice. You know what I'm saying? And she had all the she had all the like visual elements to champion like white people being able to have access to a music form that they had no business being in. So it was just like, oh we oh what? We got Mariah Carey. Like she looked, she looked white as hell, boy, but she sing like a nigga. Like this perfect. What you mean you wanna sully your image? Your white light image with a not just any nigga, not a Pharrell smooth nigga. You want the grungy? You talking about like old dirty bastard? Like and that's what? a hit. That's damn near a hit. Like yes, Mary J. Blige and Method Man did they thing, but again, Mary J. Blige doesn't Mary have Blige, the same. Mary J. Blige is hood, and that's the only reason exactly. why she survived her era so I, long okay. was because she yeah. had the hood following. Okay, Sorry. just saying that again. We but, all over the place. But with here's the thing. I, I, I can't solely just think that she had all the influence on that because, I mean, she had some other grimy producers that were with that with that track. I mean... Oh, she, I agree. Oh, she, are, are, are you thinking but who, oh, No, I'm saying, I'm okay. saying like... <laughs> uh, what's his name? The one that's on the hip-hop show? What's like his? I said, you're taking shots at JD, so I'm, I'm just going to move on. We're just going to come back to you. You know what? <laughs> Man, we're coming back to you. I'm sorry. And we're gonna okay. we're gonna we're gonna bring I it back. I have the rabbit hole. Review. Rabbit okay. rabbit hole. So deep. We need so a deep rabbit hole sound like <laughs> <laughs> All right. Maybe you so, can do that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I hope that was your last zinger. <laughs> it I hope was that not. was it. It was not. <laughs> I guarantee you it wasn't. Bro. I guarantee you it wasn't either. Y'all are terrible. So, <laughs> okay, let's keep going. So, um, how did you link with Saba? I know I seen like an earlier video when I was like deep diving in research yeah. of the one more time. So, how did you guys oh, yeah. connect? Yeah, me and Sab uh, became friends in 2012. I moved to Chicago from mm -hmm. Oakland um, and technically from Antioch, right? Which is like a little suburb outside of Oakland. Little is like it's a hundred thousand people. So it's not really that little. Um Antioch is to Oakland sort of what Yonkers is or maybe Antioch is to is to Oakland what like Long Island is to Brooklyn. Okay. It's like a great example. Mm -hmm. Um so you know it's like no distance at all. It's still the Bay Area, whatever, whatever. Um so I moved from there where my parents live in in the Bay to Chicago in 2012, I had like a bag of clothes. I had a bag of books, the manuscript to uh, a book of poetry that I had written. Um, I had a book binding jig that I built myself in my garage. I was like binding my books. Mm -hmm. uh, and I had something called dime bags, which was my friend's fashion label when they had the, when the coin pouches were popular. 
And so I had like a sewing machine, hella fabric, and then some finished bags. And I was like, okay, I'm going to be the ambassador for dime bags. I'm going to sell my own shit and I'm going to fucking take the world on. Right. I had never, I've been to Chicago one time before that. Um, and I only had seven days on a friend's couch. I had two shows that I was the feature performer at, mm-hmm. two like poetry shows. So I moved out there. Uh, shout out to um, the super OG, uh, Brittany Black Rose, amazing poet. Uh, I think it's um, Black Queer Ho is their book of poems, I believe, but I could be saying that wrong. But Brittany Black Rose, uh, look them up. They're super raw. Let me stay on their couch um, in their house for seven days. I had seven days to find a place. In those seven days, I also had poetry gigs. I met Sab at the first feature at um, Young Chicago Authors, where sort of everybody, The Hub, No Name, McJenkins, Chance, Saba at the time. Saba was just like, you know, super green at that time. And I was too, like, um, in my own ways. Um, so I met all of Pivot there after my show. I did my set. And they came up to me, and I remember Joe Chili, his brother and fellow pivoter, had that weird, awkward wave that he has because he's just such a fucking weirdo. I love him to death. And he, like, waved at me from across the street. And uh, and I was like, hey, guy. They were like, hey, guy. Hey, man. And I was like, fucking hey, guys. Uh, and that was damn near the exact tone. It was weird as fuck and, and really great. It was really nice to be around. And I remember Sab being like, yo, you want to come, like, record? Like, you want to come to the studio? And I'm on my, like, hustle, got to get it, shit, just moved to Chicago. I'm like, yes, nigga, the answer is yes to everything. I'm going everywhere. I don't give a fuck where you live, west side, east side, south side, nigga, no side. I'm going. We in that bitch. Um, So tight. We might have exchanged information, but I don't remember. His, uh, another day, there's a, uh, she's an artist. Her name is John Doe, who's also pretty popping from Chicago. Shout out to John Doe. At that time... Um, we had like, we were like kicking it or something like that. And they were like, yo, you want to go to the studio? I had also met them that same week. And I was like, bet. So now I'm just following this random shorty. I don't really know through Chicago. I'm on the green line, deep into the West side, Austin stop. I don't know shit. I'm just like, uh, you know, it's whatever. Uh, we get to Sab's house, but I didn't know it was Sab's house. I didn't know that's the studio we were going to. It was like, oh, you want to go to the studio? I'm like, yeah, whatever. Like, and she's like, oh, we'll go to my cousin's house. And I'm like, cool, bet. At the time, I didn't know they were even cousins. I didn't know they were family. So then we were kind of figuring all of that out, and the rest is really history. We just got super close, uh, me and the whole Pivot gang. And since 2012, um, you know, we just we sort of just been mobbing. I went and I left Chicago, and I went and did a, a bunch of shit um, that wasn't music. And I think that made all the difference, sort of just in the in the story arc, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but but that's how I met Sab. It's how I met No Name. Uh, Mick Jenkins, I met Chance at that time when he was just so releasing awesome. 10 Day. Um, and he saw me perform. I remember he got on the mic after me uh, because he had like an event, the listening party for 10 Day. And he was like, yo, I don't know who that dude is. I had just finished featuring and I did this poem called If I Were the Devil, which was like this 10 minute performance piece. And I was super going in. And that was the last piece of my like 30 minute set. So he gets on the mic after me. This is at the library at Lyricist Lounge. Shout out R.I.P. Brother Mike, who used to host that. Um, and he's like, I don't know who that dude is, but whoever he is, like, I super fuck with him. I fuck with his shit. And I remember talking to Pat, Chance's manager, after that, and it was like, oh, yeah. And we never spoke again, you know, but it was cool. It was just like that. It was just a very 
beautiful random moment. It was like a super right time, right place, right time sort of moment in my life. So that's how I miss that. I bet it and, was satisfying yeah. <laughs> to hear somebody of that caliber say, I fuck with that shit. You know what's crazy? I did not know who he was. Yeah, it was like, it was, it was like, at it, the was time, it was 2012. It was 2012. I had never heard right. of Chance before. Mm-hmm. I hadn't heard of him outside of Chicago. Mm-hmm. 10 Day hadn't even really dropped. The demo had came out. So mm-hmm. he released four songs. Mm-hmm. And I remember what he was doing was he was going to all the high schools because he was still sort of that age range mm-hmm. and passing out demo tapes or whatever. Um, to every event, every high school, he would show up. Hey, y'all, I'm doing 10 day. Da, da, da. Here's some demos of 10 day. Here's my, when's my listening party? He would get on the mic, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Um, so at the time, I didn't even know who he was. Yeah. Someone else told me, like, oh, that's Chance. Like, dope, dope, dope. And that was nice, cool. nice. Yeah. Okay. So speaking of the no name first, or yeah. no name, let's talk about the project you were a part of. Yeah. <laughs> And let's talk about your verse on Part of Me. Yeah. I love that song personally. And, okay, so explain the meaning of your verse because um, one of my friends said they really connected with the, you know, I've been everywhere and everywhere let me down. Yeah. So explain the whole meaning. Um, I think the verse was really trying to capture um, elements of ourselves sort of in like montages. Okay. Of images. And and also not to like cap y'all. Like some of it you just don't know. You're just writing it because you feel it. But I think that, and that is to say like I don't have a perfect explanation. But I think in the verse, the name, the like word that inspired the verse the most was just the word vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I think through sort of mentors that I've had and experiences that I've had and like church and poetry and writing all i've i've i think radical vulnerability is super powerful um i think i think radical vulnerability is really is a tool is a weapon Mm -hmm. and so it's something that when it is applicable when it applies um it makes a really good it, it like finds its place really well so on this song i just wanted to be really vulnerable um, excuse me, I wanted to be really vulnerable. And I felt like talking about feeling like you're overweight and and self-harm, but you're black and you're a young black man and you can't really talk about that and shit going on at home. So you go to your auntie's house and that shit is like cool to be there at your aunt's house because everything's always different with your auntie. Um, and, you know, all all of those sort of things, like, we're sort of coming up. And then I think that as we get to the end um, of the verse, I can't remember because I, I don't see it right now, but yeah. like as you get to the end of the verse, it's sort of like, yeah, like ev- there is no place that will like, is there's no place that's a solve. Mm-hmm. That's a bomb. You know what I mean? Like you have to find that shit on your own and it's inside of you and you have to, cu- you have to curate it. It's not just inside of you. I don't think, um, or maybe not for everyone, it's not just inside of you waiting, you know, like in a video game, you go through a fucking maze and then you finally get to that room and then the thing that you need, the item, the key that you need is there. But like, it's not like that. It's like one piece of the key is somewhere inside of you and you have to negotiate yourself and you find that piece of the key and then you go find another piece of the key. So for me, one piece of the key of having like some semblance of peace was just accepting what my name is. And saying the full fucking thing and figuring if my parents gave me three names, it's to use three names, not to hide one of them. 
right? Mm -hmm. So like, cool. That's but that's only one piece. Another piece is going to all these places. I lived in Nashville. I lived in L.A. Lived in Chicago. Lived in Tennessee. Lived in oh well, that was Nashville, Chicago, uh, New York, uh, Texas, Detroit, the Bay. I moved around a lot, and in all of those places, there was not um, the piece didn't come from the place. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So that that was sort of like I think what the verse. Those are a few of the things. Maybe there's more because I yeah. can't remember lines, but that's what I wanted to get. So I believe you know our friend, Adam. He went to Wiley College. That's a friend what? that we have in between us. He's my, he's one of my best friends. Dope, dope, dope. And it was funny because I like, I think I brought you up one time. He was like, how do you know Benjamin? It's like I met him at a show. Wow. And he was like, oh. <laughs> he was like, really? And I was like, yeah, how do you know Benjamin? And then yeah. we had a whole like thing. Yeah. And then I remember you telling me you also went to the same school. And I was yeah, like, well, yeah. there's a connection, yeah. guys. <laughs> yeah, Wiley, good old Wiley. <laughs> Jesus. So where would we be without mentioning mentioning your EP, Fuck? Hey. Because, uh, <laughs> duh, you did all this work. Because you have to talk about it, right? <laughs> so what is the meaning behind Fuck? Uh, funny enough, it was like perfect segue. Um, <laughs> at Wiley, I had a professor for an African American lit class. Boom. Her name was. Um, <laughs> I knew nothing. Doctor uh, Doctor Watkins, and she was super dope. She was only there for a year because Wiley is just. Whew. I know there's a lot of Wileyites uh, who would fucking be mad that I'll talk shit about Wiley, but I've heard people talk no, shit about fine. Wiley. Adam, I don't give a. Fuck. Adam didn't enjoy the school yeah, at all, um, and all the years I've talked to Adam, yeah, absolutely did not enjoy it. Yeah, he so, explained his disdain for that school. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of disdain, and it's unfortunate because the legacy of it, um, it betrays and dishonors the now? legacy okay. of yeah of what it should what it was right. Um, so at at Wiley, I had a professor, Dr. Watkins. She had us read a book. I remember she, I couldn't get the book, so she gave me a Kindle, her Kindle. Um, that's, that's, shout out to the teacher. The black teacher, yeah. you know what I'm saying? She was shout like, Shout out Ooh. to the black women. You feel me? Straight holding up. it down. Black, uh, holding it down. You know, Women's History Month. We just got past uh, International Women's Day. Like, I'm you know, also an educator, up. so I don't hey, know. You know that. Holding it down know. for the black women. Um, my mommy is Dobbins. an educator. Okay, okay, okay. I worked the at cut. the school once. Let's go, let's go. <laughs> I'm a pastor. I got <laughs> you. you. Pass the duchy with your left hand. Um, yeah, shout Pass out to black dutch. women educators. My grandmother um, has been, oh my goodness, sweet, sweet Elizabeth Ray. My grandmother has been uh, an educator for 50 years in L.A., um, teaching black and brown uh, kids and not yes, just any grandma. Kind of kids, but kids who um, have special needs. So, shout out to to grandma. Yeah, that's shout out to you, grandma. I've worked in the special needs classroom. Yeah. And it's very difficult. It's deep. It's deep. And yeah. half the time, like you know, special needs just be like a nigga bad, but sometimes it be like special needs. So yeah, um, they try to label it. We we yeah, hear. you know we hey, we, we hear get, with it. I get it too. Um, so <laughs> she want to be part of everything. Oh, try it, thing, try it, honey. I worked in the school for like a couple months. You feel me? And I realized that yo, Ever it's not thing. for me. So so look, 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 so so read this book. Okay. Doctor Watkins makes us read by Percival Everett called Erasure. And Erasure is about this black English professor, um, by the name of Thelonious Monk. Oh. And um, okay. Thelonious Monk 
is dealing with a lot of stuff. His sister gets murdered by, she's a nurse at Planned Parenthood. She gets killed by um, by protesters, mm-hmm. by pro-life protesters. His dad had committed suicide. His brother has a family, comes out as um, as gay. And so that really like a lot of disruption. And his mother, I believe, has Alzheimer's. So he's going through a lot, right? While he's also trying to navigate being a black writer. Percival Everett um, is is writing in response at the time in the early 2000s um, in, in late ni- 1990s about how like Sapphire's push and shit like that. Like mm-hmm. a lot of like, um, a lot of like uh, just like trash black shit. You know what I mean? Like the super ghetto shit. Long story short, Percival Everett writes a story about Monk and Monk is just on some like, I'm going to write a book that my agent going to like because he don't like none of my deep shit because I'm a smart nigga and they don't like smart niggas. So I'm going to write some some silly shit based on um, the movie Precious or okay. Sapphire's Push and based on Native Son, Richard Wright's Native Son. So he writes a synopsis for it, sends it to his agent. His agent's like, I love it. Then um, he gets mad, so he finishes writing it. And he ends up calling it Fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, and he calls it fuck because he thinks that nobody's going to publish it called fuck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they do publish it. And it gets elected for a National Book Award. And he's on the panel to give out the award, but he published it under a pseudonym. Um, that became later, way later. That was like years ago. Uh, I had these songs and I was hella irreverent and it wasn't really... A hundred. It was like a part of me, but it wasn't like me in the mm-hmm. sense of like Who that's not all I'm about. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it was like, damn, we only love ignorant ass music. And I was at the time a black professor at a school teaching comp, and I super just like light bulb, like, damn, that's crazy. Like I've been here before. So even on the song like Umbaku shit, uh, it starts out woke up feeling like a monk in this bitch, and it's just like a little like silent nod to. Thelonious Monk in the story. So you that's ever, really where it came from. I'm sorry. You ever listen to that artist that calls himself Thelonious Monk? Um, is he new? Are you talking about the jazz artist? The actually, jazz artist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jazz yeah. Artist, yeah. Yes. yes. That's what, when you said that, I just like, keep thinking about. I thought about yeah. the jazz too. And I was yeah. like, yeah. maybe that's not a thing. No, so it's, like, it's, <laughs> it's intentional. Like, okay. so Percival Everett is intentionally like names his okay. protagonist, Thelonious Monk, after the jazz artist. I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have to. Read it's a great that. book. Yeah, it's fucking amazing. I'm, I'm definitely because when you said that, I'm like, oh, Thelonious Monk. Okay, because <laughs> when you said that, I was like, I had an aha moment. Aha! Uh-huh. Yeah. I know oh, what I know. he's talking yeah. about. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, I'm on that. Yeah. <laughs> All yeah. right, and let's talk about Ja Rule. Oh, and what yeah. is <laughs> that? Is the first? I, wait, no, that's not. That's not the first song. So that's Murder. one of the songs that drew me in when I saw you perform. Tight. It was only because like you got super great crowd, crowd part, uh, participation, and it was just like I was like, "Who is this kid?" Moment. <laughs> it's like, who is this guy? Who is this guy that's not from here? But he seems super cool. And I'm a little drunk. <laughs> and I'm going to walk up to him at the end of this. It's fine. It was great. Yeah, <laughs> no, it was cool. But what inspired that? Or, like, what inspired the imagery of the video? Because I thought the video was really cool. And, like, in my head when I was watching the video, I was also kind of like, because, like, 
you guys use like a wide angle lens or whatever. Well, I can tell it's like fish eye. Yeah. No, it wasn't a fish no. eye, it's but the it was like anamorphic joint. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. But and it was like it kind of reminded me of Give Me Some More by by Buster Rhymes, even though Buster Rhymes used the fish eye. But it was like okay. the animated movement that you did in the video and just like the random weird things. And I was like, this is kind of cool. Like having the goat walk by while you're standing. And I was like, oh, this video has a lot. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Nah, <laughs> so explain that. Ja Rule was tight. Uh, it was originally, I heard the beat and it just sounded like in my head. I was like, damn, Ja Rule would have killed this shit. Murder. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I was just like, yeah, I just like typed it in on my phone. It's like, or or in iTunes, like Ja Rule. Um, and then that was the inspiration behind the voice, like the vocal changes in the song. Mm-hmm. Um and that's really sort of, that's sort of the main influence of like Ja Rule, yeah. you know. Um, and that song really got written, the first verse in the chorus was written maybe two years ago. Okay. Um, and then I just could never finish it. I didn't know what to do with it. And then I finally sort of got it got it done. Why marinate? Yeah. Sometimes it'd be that way. long though. Yeah. But it was long though. <laughs> but it was so it long really though. It really like the guy, the comedian guy now. Oh my <laughs> God. Um, <laughs> Anytime I like, it's really in the lips and the nose. Yeah. It's the nostril flare and then yeah. the you, this shit right here. He did the extreme pucker. You feel me? Y'all don't know about the pucker game. The duck lip. You feel me? <laughs> At um, a supreme. <laughs> no. Um, uh, so. I didn't laugh that much. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. The video is like, we we really shot it like from the, we really went like from the hip with it. The yeah. homie Abteen, um, super dope director. We just had some like kind of very basic rules about it. Mm-hmm. Like we wanted to very early on, we decided we didn't want to repeat a shot because you're you're competing with people's attention spans. Yeah, um, oh, four seconds, man. Yeah, so it was just every like, four seconds you have to have something change. Change yeah. it up because I mean that's what I learned in advertisement. Yeah. Facts. <laughs> um. So, uh, I think like. There were like 30 shots or 40 shots. We might have shot 60 different setups, but um, we shot over like the course of six days or something like that. Um, And I think the inspiration was just to like try to try to capture like some weird metaphors that just sort of materialized. So like the Mario shit, it just felt like I was in all these different worlds and I was in the jumpsuit. And the song is basically like, get the money, get the girl. Mm-hmm. And so it's just like, oh, shit, I'm coming out of manholes. Like, we should do that. Um, <laughs> but it was very it was very much so like freeform. It, it wasn't like we didn't storyboard at all. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, wow. So it's off off the brain. Yeah. Well, and that's, that's like the best I mean, way to create. That's get the magic, yeah, man. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was dope. I was just talking about this with somebody. I don't know if it was with Aaron or if it was with somebody else. One of my creative friends, I was talking about how I really enjoy um, classic uh, music videos because I feel like nowadays um, there's no no craft in them anymore. And um, I was like, as we talk about, uh, you know, like the the 90s and think about their how wild and crazy those music videos leading up until the 2000s because you know they they still did a lot of storytelling with the music videos even even the little trap music videos they still had some they did they still had some more substance than just you know somebody just throwing out money or whatever and somebody's shaking their ass like uh nelly when he slid that credit card through her ass cheeks 
Tip Drill, it was an iconic video. That was an iconic video. It's a trifling, you know, song, but I saw that first at BET after that. Yeah, oh yeah, I was definitely watching it. We shouldn't have been on. No, we should. I'm gonna have a project called BET After Dark because my initials are BET After Dark. Feel me? That's on the way. We should. We should throw. We should throw a party just named BET After Dark just to get the niggas there. You feel me? Drop on bombs. Yeah. Air horns, um, but the the music video um, craft is lost now. People yeah. just they just basic. But I just think, always have it in the club. But I think yeah. people are getting better to uh, better at that because they're knowing that people are more visual people, and that's why people are doing like Beyonce not to yeah whole mine. visual albums just yeah. so you can visually see everything yeah. and like you can be more connected with the music or more connected with everything because people are learning more. But that sounds keep kissing the day. I really like. like this is so German. Um, Anderson <laughs> Anderson Pack has really nice videos. He does. I love his videos. I and love I Anderson. stop rubbing on the mic. We I know. You, I know you can. I'm so sorry. Oh, no. Um, and then I really also I loved um, um, Mac Miller's videos too. Yeah, the, they were great. RP to the to the young man. Yeah. Um, yeah. His last video was awesome. I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think I do think the craft is like. It's just, it's hard. Everyone has a camera. So you also see, as much as it's like, oh, the craft is lost, you see poor craft rewarded. So yeah. you just kind of <laughs> like. Big snaps for Benjamin. <laughs> Big snaps for Benjamin. You know, shout out to Benjamin for that because that is so true. Yeah, that, that just changed the game. Like you could just have a random like, okay, move the camera to the left hella hard. Okay, cool. And then that's enough. And I just wrap at the camera and it's like, 200 million views. NBA Youngboy got the most views. Yeah. Like on YouTube. You Prime know? example. Nigga, you guessed it. <laughs> like that song. <laughs> that shit slapped though. It no, <laughs> but look, if you've seen the video, if y'all listeners seen the video, they are literally just running through the fucking hot hotel um, lobby and floors. What <laughs> It looks like a camera phone that just had some edited stuff hey. on... On like PowerPoint, because you can get yeah. the little squiggly lines and whatnot yeah. on he on said, that shit. He said, "I ain't have to do much. The song is already doing the work." Gold on my watch. His song, his song was nothing but ad libs. Also, like, can I just say, there's you gotta a song... appreciate the ad libs though. But there was nothing but <laughs> ad libs. All right, what you about to say? No, just this Sorry. is random. This is just Trinidad James is dope on the low. Yeah. And there's a song with him and uh, a producer and songwriter and dope artist by the name of Full Crate. Okay. Full Crate and Trinidad James have a slap, a hit. It came out like in 2017, maybe, and I just feel like it got no traction and I just want to plug that because that shit was tight. I just okay. saw it the other day and it was amazing. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, we're going to move on to the Handing Out Roses segment. Hey, and yes. this segment we like to acknowledge and give, you know, people, let people smell the roses while they hear them. This could be real. People that's inspiring you. While yeah. they're living. While they're Because we just got done talking about Mac Miller. Yeah. yeah. And we, that really hurt us yeah. to the core. And it still hurts me to the core right now because I always I listen to Mac Miller all Oh, yeah. The time. Every time his song comes up on my shuffle, I get to a moment. That's like, damn, I appreciate this. I appreciate for like, what he made it's yeah. while still, he was here. It's still, like, it's just not real to me Yeah, that that he's not here. It's super strange, especially because he had a lot of 
things like coming. It yeah. Was like he was about to go on tour and he was about to be at all these like collaborations and. And then um, he did so much, like like with musically, like with different different styles and whatnot. Yeah, 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 for sure. But also with like different creative outlets, like yeah. you know, he was on TV. You know, he was an actor. Yeah, he was on that that BT show, the last shit that um that bitch. I'm gonna call her a bitch. I don't usually don't call women bitches, but I'm gonna call her a bitch. Ooh. That that black woman that that said BT awards. Or racist? What's her name? And and the uh, Black History Month was racist. What's her name? <laughs> What's oh, her name? Stacy oh, Dash. Stacy Dash. Dash. Fuck her. <laughs> yeah. How she gonna capitalize off of BT for umpteen years and then saying um, it's Black History Month? BT was racist. Fuck you, bitch. She was. He was on the show. <laughs> okay. He was on the show with her, <laughs> and he was being himself. Yeah. He was himself. I like that show. And I liked his. I liked him being himself. I thought that was my first, my my first um, exposure to Mac Miller. Back to Rose's love. Yes, I'm, I'm sorry. Time, no, it's all, time no. is time yes, is there. It is. Um, <laughs> so um, you can give out a bouquet, yeah. uh, or a flower shop, or a single rose if you want. I will give out a um, um, individual flowers to all my friends and collaborators they know who they are and i appreciate you smell those roses i'll give a a bouquet out to um my partner and to like all the just dope women in my life um and then i'll give out the shop to just like all the ancestors ogs dope artists who have inspired me Nice, nice. Yeah. Great. Shout out to you guys. Thanks, guys. Aaron, who are you giving your rose to? Oh, shit. Um, okay, so this episode, I'm gonna, give, <laughs> I'm gonna give my rose out to uh, She don't know. I don't know, but just pass. No, no, honey. I'm not gonna pass. I'm not gonna pass. I got this. Summer down. Um <laughs> sorry, guys, the wine is starting to fit me slightly. Um, but Jesus I'm gonna give <laughs> I'm gonna give my rose out to uh, uh I'm trying to think come on now okay come back to me and I have somebody okay. when you come back I know I, I know give, I did a whole thing there <laughs> I'm gonna give my rose out roses bouquet flower shop all that I'm gonna give out a big shout out and thank you again. To all of the lovely people that tune in every week, that watch Aaron and Man, I. That was a cop out. No, it's not a cop out. It's serious. <laughs> it's serious. You got to show love. You guys deserve roses, of yeah, course, for like, listening to she, our nonsense. On she her upset that she don't have a rose to give out. Um, um, out of here. And I do. I'm giving out hella roses to all of y'all because I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. Thank you. You're beautiful. You're beautiful in every single way. Um, okay, 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 we got this. She's scrolling the phone. I am scrolling. Lord help me. How you just going? Um, I would like to give a rose out to Oh Shema Shema. (laughs) Oh my god. Okay, so I'm gonna just give a roses out to my whole family. Y'all amazing. Y'all deal with my nonsense on the regular. Um shout out to my mom again because I Oh, cop out. Yep, it is. Because, you know, she used to, like, put on for my little talent shows. I used to drag her into hey. the living room to do. With her because, little puppets. 
Oh, not just puppets. I used to sing. I used to dance. Mama had to sit through all that. I used to act. Um, so shout out to her because she <laughs> she deals with my nonsense on the regular. And bless her heart. Because, you know, even though, you know, Linda yells at me often. We love Miss Brown. <laughs> even though Miss Linda. Miss Brown. Linda. Miss Brown. Okay, girl. If my if I hey if it caught turn fire that I got the whole turn the up. whole family to yep. call her Linda, then we gonna call her Linda. Straight All right, up. you feel me? You feel me? You feel me? Um. Okay. So we just gonna move on to the speaking or tweaking game. And what is speaking or tweaking about, Asia? Speaking and tweaking is all about calling out niggas on they fuck shit. Wow. Or it's talking about. You know, giving gratitude to people that actually are are good at what they what they talking about, like with a song, or okay. it could be a monologue, okay. or it could be just something that calls to action. You know, like it could be it could actually just be like anything visual, like visual artists, audio artists, anything. Okay. So we're gonna listen to a song, dope, and then we're gonna we're gonna think about it. And then you're going to say, are they speaking or are they tweaking? Okay. We're going to talk bad, about it. Let's bad. take a second. I sit alone in my four-cornered room staring at candles. Oh, that shit is on? <laughs> Let me drop some shit like this here. At night I can't sleep. I toss and turn. Candlesticks in the dark. Visions of bodies being burned. Four walls just staring at a nigga. I'm paranoid sleeping with my finger on the trigger. My mother's always dressing. I ain't living right. But I ain't going out without a fight See, every time my eyes close I start sweating And blood starts coming out my nose There's somebody watching the act But I don't know who it is So I'm watching my back I can see him when I'm deep in the covers When I awake, I don't see the motherfucker He owns a black hat like I own A black suit and a cane like my own Some might say take a chill, B But fuck that shit There's a nigga trying to kill me I'm popping in the clip when the wind blows. Every 20 seconds got me peeping out my window. Investigating a joint for traps. Taking my telephone. Okay, we're back. So, Benjamin, do you feel like they were speaking or tweaking? The ghetto the boys. Uh, they was for surely speaking. First yeah. of all, iconic, iconic production. Doom, 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 doom. Like iconic. Mm-hmm. Secondly, though, here's here's the thing. I'm gonna say this real just straight up. Acknowledging your cognitive dissonance is always going to be speaking. You feel me? And that's what the song really... It's like what it is is not necessarily commendable, right? Like being like, damn, I really think my girl is trying to betray me, but at the same time, maybe I'm tweaking, but at the same time, is she a bitch? At the same time, yeah. damn, I'm really tweaking. Yes, that's important to acknowledge that. And, and like that anytime you do that, that was not big. It's still not, it's not even big now. No, but I'm saying it's more... It's more it's, it was memes. more rare. Yeah. Through memes, we think about this. But like memes ain't memes is straight or whatever. But like they're not necessarily they're not as indicative. I yeah. think because like anybody could create that shit. Yeah, but in this way, we use humor to acknowledge things that we don't like. Like we don't like we use humor to acknowledge things that are in that are that are not necessarily in the foreground. Like, they're in the I background, agree. I agree. but we use humor to bring it there, and then that's when people start talking about these issues. For example, um, black dude that started talking about, brought up the whole shit with Bill Cosby. 
I mean, regardless if you if Hannibal. you Hannibal yeah, yeah. <laughs> regardless if you feel like you know Cosby did it or he didn't do it, humor was the reason why that shit came to the foreground. Facts. Yeah, that's that's a great example. I do agree. I do agree. Um, all those things said, absolutely. Ghetto boys, they yeah. they got it figured out. They're speaking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Def- definitely doing great things. Yeah, uh, it was like Asia Sugar something. She said something about the mind playing tricks on her last night. Yeah, and I was like, we have to use that as the mm-hmm. song for speaking or tweaking. Yeah, I was like, that's right. a great song, and that'd be. I was like, we already know Benjamin likes hip hop. Yeah. Let's like do raps. let's yes. do this classic. Yeah, and, and like, Ghetto Boys, Ghetto Boys don't—they don't get all the the recognition that they. They don't get, get any. They don't yeah. get. Any. I'm At finna all. go on a binge. I'm finna go on a yes. hard binge because that's actually the better shit. We're funny. We were talking about Dr. J earlier, but like the Ghetto Boys is actually that shit that like really should get way more like highlight than it mm-hmm. does. I I think their um video, their videos, especially for that video, the videos is popping. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think they use a lot of, a lot of like great like um, shots to really depict what they're really feeling like, uh, mm-hmm. what the song means, the color um, grading of the yeah. whole video. Um, I'm gonna uh, tell the <laughs> listeners that Benjamin's trying to come at me. I'm um, not. He's I trying would and not failing. Do it. Um, but yes, the Ben, uh, the, I said the Benjamin boys, <laughs> the Ghetto Boys. Really showed yeah, the Benjamin um, boys. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that they were completely speaking at that time. Yeah. Rather, even if you didn't like feel that have the same circumstances as in like when they're talking about like living situations, you still were able to c- get to a place where you can try to understand how somebody in that situation is feeling. Facts. Yeah, I agree. And, because and, uh, it was such a great story to tell because they used so many different adjectives and different literary devices to... Come through, literary... De- okay, teacher. Yeah. <laughs> come through, literary device. Talk about the assonance. <laughs> talk, talk about the... Yeah, but I'm, but I'm saying that multiple literary devices used with, with all, the, all of them within their storytelling. And I think that that's, that's a craft that's missing within music right now because... We aren't making music as a craft. We're making music for solely just to shake our ass. Now, there is that place for that. But there's a time and place for everything. And I think that you should still try to pay homage to what people started music for. I I do feel that. Although I do disagree Mm -hmm. with the there's hella, there's so much music, my G. Yeah. There's so much. It's, It's like, I was talking to my 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 Dukes and she was like, um, "Oh, I was playing some jazz. I was playing Kamasi Washington. We was playing dominoes during." Uh, oh yes. During. Um, I'm sorry. Yes. <laughs> yeah, my eyes yeah. bucked out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. We was playing. We was playing some Kamasi. I played some Kamasi during. We was. Uh, it was Thanksgiving and we was playing dominoes and shit. My family over. And that's like our game. We you know play dominoes. You, you, you know you at a black function when y'all break out the dominoes. Yeah, we break out them. You know, spades, spades is a given, but the dominoes. Yeah, but the dominoes we we out yes. here. Yes. Dominoes we breaking tables. Yeah. You feel me? So. I'm playing the Kamasi, and my mom's like, uh, oh, like, man, it's just, like, it's not a lot of musicians like this anymore. Mm-hmm. And I just, it made me sad because I recognized the disconnect between, that we have to bridge between, like, yeah. there's so much good shit. It is. And the sh- the exact thing that she's looking for that she would like 
I'm playing. She's thinking like when I'm playing Kamashi, she's thinking I'm playing something from the way back. I'm like, ma, like there's so much. I could put you on to so many jazz musicians. Right I'm not now. saying that there's not there's not craft artists. I'm saying what that you saying. I'm what I'm saying. What is, you saying? I'm gonna pop my tongue. Pop what what? What I'm saying is that I can't they do don't it right now. I'm they don't get back. the <laughs> they don't get the recognition that that they deserve. Like nowadays, people like I saw this meme on Instagram, you know, um, and it said, and "This is this is just the way how people think." Oh, they were like, not not dissing Cardi or anything like that. They were like, "Oh, Cardi B, her album was fire, and guess what? She, she it was just all trap music." And then people want to say, you know, like, "Oh, people have to sell uh, in order to sell records. They got to be talking." Talking that that uh, hot shit, you know, like like trying to say that you have to, in order to be a great artist, you have to be only talking about political or social injustices or anything, right. or have a certain right. high quality of craft. Right. But what they were doing is is saying that that is that is shit because it's not it's not a number one selling album anymore because that's yeah. just the way the, the the industry is right now. Right, right, right. now, as a collective, as a whole. Artists that are, you know, making trap trap music, quote unquote trap music, or just making shit to parties who they're getting the bucks right now. They are. Getting it's the not bucks. the ones that you're not going to see like a like a Lauren Hill type of person of the in this generation right now sell sell out arenas or or have like go have like a platinum selling album right now. It's Disagree just, wholeheartedly, wholeheartedly. Nope, you're wrong. Nope, fight me. <sighs> It is what it is. I'm you just got to let that one overall. go. Nope. Nope. Not even overall. Over, nope. Overall in the hip hop no. industry. No. Ask younger Wrong. people. I'm, I'm telling you, Wrong. this is how I feel. I mean, there are guaranteed, there's definitely people that are selling, that are selling stuff out. Like, you know, like. A lot of people sell stuff out. I'm saying. It her, is, bro. Her, her has made a big jump from when she, when she had her album, but. Think about how long it took for that album to get how hot it is now. Yeah, but that's not because people don't like good music. I'm yeah. sorry, I'm not trying to get on your burst your bubble, my G. But I'm just saying, part it's of it is she got signed. Available. She she says she got signed when she was 13. Part of that is because she's been signed to a label and there's hell of mechanism versus someone again like NBA YoungBoy when he was 16, when he's 15, he's just making music and putting that shit on YouTube, which her couldn't do because she was signed to a label. But I'm what I'm saying is not readily available. Where? Which I'm, where? I'm saying I'm I'm saying like what would make it more readily available? People are not playing passing that shit along as much as they're passing other shit along. Cause they don't like that shit. They can't shake their ass to it. That's not their I bad. understand that. But I'm what I'm saying is Bro, that what do you want to smoke with? Why are you doing this right now? <laughs> All I'm saying is that people that are making that are not making trap music are not getting 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 the praise that they deserve. They can look. Look, you got a podcast. Praise I understand. I understand, and we do. But I'm saying the general public. I'm just saying the general public. Boy, we general. You're not general. I'm general as hell. I'm general Mills. You're, in you're this not bitch. general. You're not general. Okay, I'm. I'll stop. You're I definitely we, not general. I'm not, I'm sorry, because you have a whole different type of like aura <laughs> a, going nah, than the I'm general a, public. Benjamin, I no, I'm a yeah, basic bitch. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not trying to put you in that little hipster hipster category shit. You already did. Right. I, I know. You're, you're but from, that was a joke. You're from the most hipsterest place. 
it, it, it hits you, do. I understand that, but yeah, I'm yeah, just. Yeah, you played yourself. Yeah. I didn't play myself because it was a joke. You got no Ooh, joke. that was That's intense. Yeah, that I was. ain't play myself because yeah. it was a joke. Yeah, that was joke. intense. I'm sorry. I'll My nigga, it was a joke. Take a joke. The fact, is, the fact is, the general public the is, fact not, is. is not giving you. You got to get step outside of the environment that you are that you are most consumed in. Facts. You Fair. are consumed in an environment that appreciates music. You are consumed Fair. by people that are artists that that enjoy craft. Fair. If you take yourself out of this environment, put yourself in people who are not in that same environment, they are not giving those people the same the same praise. Fair. Uh, and that's all I'm saying. Because facts. we get so stuck in in what what we're comfortable in, but the general public, they not fucking with that shit. All I'm saying is. Yes, we are we're all rolling lead late. That's a, a great song. I love that song. Is she over here getting freaky? But we're gonna we gonna have to move it along because we we are we have people waiting for us. Aaron, Aaron, <laughs> say the next thing. I'm fired up right now. I'm sorry, I, I, didn't, I didn't mean this. No, you no. Yeah, it's fine. We, we don't have so, no beef. Sorry. I love having these conversations. So, so our next thing um, <laughs> is of course the staying fly segment where we like to stay get fly. Taylor. Uh, 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 Juicy so, Okay, girl. <laughs> Reel it in. <laughs> All right. So. Reel it in. I got the bag. Tell a friend. She got that at. All right. Sorry. I'm with it. I'm yes. Thank you. <laughs> okay. You know, I try to. I'm sorry. That brought me so okay. much joy. Benjamin. <laughs> With all this discourse that we have, you know, us going back and forth, yes. you got people in your in your ear talking all this hot shit. How do you stay fly, keep your mental stability sane? Um, I go to the movies. I go to the movies. I do things that remind me of the core of who I am. Um, I uh, I think there's a there's a particular. I've sort of mentioned I grew up fairly religious um, mm -hmm. and a lot of spirituality around me um there's a scripture philippians like four all of philippians four hits yeah like just I can off do GP, all things you feel me but it's not that's in there but that's not the one that smacked the most to me okay the one that smacks is whatever's good what i what I, this is i'm not this is not verbatim okay. this is uh i'm paraphrasing whatever's yes. good whatever's noble whatever's holy whatever's righteous whatever's pure whatever whatever's dope Think on those things. Yes. And I really be messing with that yeah. because I feel like it is a, it is, it should be a fixture in your mind to hold up that which is valiant and worthy of being a fixture. I fuck with that. And so that to me is the way that I stay Gucci. Um, drink Beautiful. lots of water. Beautiful. Yeah. I just started drinking a gallon of water a day. Wow. How's that but doing? It's going well. Yeah. Um, with the exception of today, I usually carry out carry but around. Today's not over. You got this. Yeah, no. yeah girl, I got, I I got it. Yeah. Oh, I oh I didn't hand you a bottle of water. I handed everybody else. Yeah. I'm so sorry. She don't care about me, but um, no, that's it's yours. You're the guest. I come I come yeah. through with the. You feel I have me? a bottle of water downstairs. Like okay. it's it's 1.4 liters. Um, but <laughs> she had to tell you. Right, yes. I didn't know. Yeah. Exactly. It's 1.4 like, liters. Boy, it's 1.4 it liters. I don't need your little weak ass. 8.6. It's 1.4. We gonna pass it along to the next game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got games on <laughs> yeah, games. Yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> we got I'm games so on sorry. games. 
game life. I swear my voice is trying to get We're going to move it along to the color your life theory. Color. And what is color your life about, your Asia? Color your life is all about... Oh, my God. My bottom lip chucks the mic. Uh, see? See? It's not just me. I've been kissing this mic accidentally, like, I've, all day. I've not done it at all, just for those who are listening. Remember, this is the robot penis, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Keep your distance. <laughs> um... Okay, so Color Your Life is all about color theory and your perception of that color and how it relates to different things in your life. Um, with this game, we will have um, an image that has a specific color mm-hmm. in right. mind that will overtake that image. You know, we might some images have multiple colors, but you will, I'm pretty sure That's you will see what the main color is. Right. Um, and then you will take that that color and um, fixate on it. What it what you feel. When you see that color, and then we we flip it, it um also has a song linked to it. Also has a song linked to it. Okay. So you know, tying in other other genres yes, and other yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We and, big on music around here. Yes, yeah. we we. I don't know if you know this, but I'm a big fan of music. What? That's crazy. Right? What? Just you? What? What? That's fine. No, Ooh, but I mean, on the podcast together. Yeah, Aaron, Aaron, obviously, you know, everyone knows that Aaron's a big fan. Of let music. me just do my little hair flip. You know. Yes. <laughs> I'm bald headed and I'm proud of it. So hey, I mean, I don't have no hair to hey, flip. Hey, half of my hair flip is imaginary length. But did you catch that music? Oh, Van, don't don't pull out the lock. Young, Put it back in. Suck it in. We long hair don't care anyway. But did you, it's ca- fine. Did you catch it? My hair's long. It's just curly right now. You feel me? It's just, you know, it's just, you know, shrinkage. <laughs> but y'all didn't catch the little, the little, the little song, you know, drop that I put out there, you know. Little uh, little hot shit, you know. But y'all ain't catch it. I'm good. Did we miss it? I yeah, you missed it. it. You missed I'm it. Sorry. Oh shit! I'm bald headed. I'm proud of it. Just get on the dance floor. If you bald headed, you proud of it. Just get on the dance floor. Hey, <laughs> you know that house. I music. got you, girl. I'm twerking yeah. at my seat. He don't know what we talking about because yeah. he's from the Bay Area. He don't no, know. I'm just a heathen. I'm yeah, twerking. he don't know. You know. I let me my... see your paycheck. Let you know, me see your paycheck. I threw check. my neck back. Jail and weave. <laughs> Jail and weave. Jail and weave. Weave, 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 weave. All right, girl. Weave. Okay, Go on to the segment. <laughs> yes. No, but rabbit you know, hole. <laughs> <laughs> but we, you know, us, us people from Michigan, we know what we're talking about right now. He don't. Um, but we also we have the music, the music tied right. in, and then we also have the um, a question on the back that you'll answer. Dope. So out of out of these images, the what, orange joint, orange. That looks orange to me. It's red. Well, it's orange to me. Okay. <laughs> I was like, you brought the orange up here? I got so good. No, I didn't. <laughs> this look orange, y'all. First of it's, all, it's a red orange. It's the Wicked Witch of the West Side. You feel me? I'm out here, Wicked Witch of the Wheezy. You feel me? <laughs> don't look at the questions. questions. Look don't at look at the no. questions. No. <laughs> I'm just jumping ahead. Yeah, jumping the gun. When you see the color red, what... Do you what do you think of what is your perception? So we're not gonna do this as if I didn't see the color orange. Okay, red orange. Okay, whatever. When you see the color orange, <laughs> is it orange? Um, Rawr. What come to my what? <laughs> Bro, they're they're drunk. <laughs> Let's no, just get no, it. we're not. We're not editing this out. This they're, is how we are twenty four seven. They're skunk. They're no, we're right not. Now. This is literally how we are. Sober and If you all. would listen to the podcast, you would know. Oh, wow. Damn. Pow, pow, pow. First, of all, man, first right. of all, man, look, okay, no, yo, look when okay. I see the color red, what I think is... Red, uh, orange, 
Orange. When I see orange. red orange, I think about um I think about uh the sky a lot. Mm-hmm. And like that uh the sort of magic hour of the sky. Yeah. And it's kind of the, the dopest moment. Like a sunset. Sunset, sunrise. Particularly sunrise. <laughs> I'm actually less I'm less like the sunset's dope, but sunrise feels like extra special because you gotta work for it. It's a new beginning. Yeah. It's Not even beginning. that. I mean just you just gotta work for it. Sunrise, you can just catch driving home. I got off work. Oh, shit. There's a sunrise. Or sunset, excuse me. Sunrise, you got to get up. You got to, like, go seek it low-key. And I fuck with that. Okay, okay, okay. I like the sunrise. So, um, the song that represents this is um, Put a Spell on You. I put a spell on you. By Nina Simone. Oh, my gosh. And now you're mine. I put a spell on you. Who also sang that song, I believe, was Eartha Kitt. And she has a version. Yeah. yeah. Many people have. Yeah, many people have versions. Great song. Hey, shout out to Eartha Kick. I yeah. was just talking about her the other day because, you yeah. know, yeah. somebody asked me if I wanted to compromise. And I was like, I told them the video plays in my head. Compromise? Yeah. <laughs> For what? <laughs> a Back man? Our, <laughs> our producer also loves Eartha Kid a lot, too. She she uh puts pictures on her Instagram. Oh yeah, she went Eartha crazy Kid. when I posted Eartha Kit for yeah. inspiration day. Mm-hmm. All right, back to the question. Yes. Sorry. That was okay. me, rabbit hole. Um <laughs> so we look at the color red for this for this segment as taking risk, like a risk taker. Nina Simone said, you know, she put a spell on you. It's, it's very she's being upfront. Late quote unquote ladies are not supposed to do that. You know, we're supposed to be vulnerable. We're supposed to just only just wait, but you know she dived in, right? Word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so when taking risk with your art, does it sometimes intimidate you? Yes, absolutely. And um, yeah, the answer is super yes. It's fucking intimidating. It's the it's that weird thing that someone said in a movie or some quote that somewhere exists, where they say that bravery is not being unafraid, mm-hmm. but it is like being afraid and then doing it anyway. Yeah, and I think risk I've, I've, I've is the same that. shit. Yeah. Great. Yeah, I don't know where I found this shit, but someone said it. Shout out mm-hmm. to the person who said it. Shout out to wherever it came from, the origin. But yeah. Because to present something, you have to be a little uh, afraid to be brave. Yeah. Because bravery is saying that you're going to conquer something. Yeah. So you definitely have to have some type of fear. Yeah. For sure. And then you just you do it anyway. Yeah. Just take that leap. Yeah. Take that. Sorry, take I, that. Bad boy I can't stop. Over won't the stop. Mic. There you go. <laughs> can't stop. Won't stop. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, okay. But well, we had like, an amazing an conversation. Amazing conversations with you. I feel time. like the audience knows a shit ton about you. Yes. Yeah, I think so. I hope so. We started off Shout with some beef. The, we got did. over it. <laughs> the beige rage. Really I don't know. If the you guys don't know, still, you guys know. She might be beige. here still. <laughs> you guys know no. she's beige. No, 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 no. I'm good. I've always beige been good. rage. I've always been good. I'm, I like how that's relevant to you. Okay. Anyway, yeah. Wow, she's trying to come at me. Colorism is tough out here. Girl, you are a lovely black woman, and I respect <laughs> that. And you are beautiful. And thank you. You know, you are okay. a, a ball of sunshine. Okay, so of course, we are recording in a Detroit is different studio. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, and Spotify. There you go. Whoop. Almost lost. Tried it. Ha. And you can follow us on Instagram at Unicorns Are Real Podcast. And that says, a R E, not as in the debunked Toys R Us. Cause them niggas is gone. 
Mm. Yeah. Except, you know, Jerry's story, but it's just coming back. Fuck that. Whatever. It's not the same because, you know, it's not, I don't want to grow up. I want to be a, a Toys R Us kid or yeah. stay a Toys R Us kid. Come on, Jerry's story. Bus. Get it together. All right. Benjamin, do you have any, like, last takeaways you want to give the mm. listeners? Yeah, Spotify is whack. Fuck Spotify because they're trying to uh, fuck Spotify and Amazon and um, those other two who are suing in order to take away songwriters increase in their pay for royalties. Um, so I think we need to, you know, be mindful of that. Uh, net neutrality is still a thing. We mm-hmm. need that. Um, please be encouraged to be a dope ass citizen and, and buy um, music and not even just buy it. Just fucking, you know, support how you support, but yeah. like just don't, don't support corporations more than you support people. I think it's important. And, uh, my, Handle is at Benjamin Earl Turner on Instagram and um, on Twitter because that's too long. It's um, at Benjamin Earl T E A Benjamin Earl T because you know, I'd be spilling tea on spilling Twitter. Tea. <laughs> not really though. Not really though. I'd just be talking shit. Just spilling. They take. Yeah. Thanks and also thank you to Bullet both of you and hand clap. Insert hand clap. Hey, audience, something because <laughs> y'all are holding it down on this podcast. It was a beautiful thank experience. You. Thank you. Thank very you much. so much for taking your time out of your busy, busy. Oh damn, page rate. What do I need to do? I have committed Sarapuku, whatever that shit. I sliced my abdomen open. Anyway, just kidding. Oh, I'm sorry. I just want to say I was the one that sent you the oh, email, shit. and I hope you didn't think it was rude. It was rude. <laughs> it was rude. I thought it was funny. The second one? Yes. Yeah. The, like, if you check, yo, I literally was on my I was on the phone with my homie Justin Sky, like, nigga, they really got me pissed off right now. I'll fuck around and not go. Why don't you, in the same amount of space, feeling. in the oh same amount God. of space, you could tell me if you look on your Google calendar, <laughs> nigga, you could have just, you could have just put the fucking time. It was so funny. I was so mad. I'm wait, so glad no. you said that so, shit. Because I knew I was hot. Wait, wait. Man, so when bro, I saw it. Bro, I got to go. But fuck this shit. No. When I saw it. Oh, my goodness. Let me just tell you when I saw it. Because I got off work, right? And I looked at the, I was like, oh, shit. He not going to come. You're fucking petty. <laughs> Do you know You're I fucking said. fucking petty. Oh, shit. He is not going to come. I was like, my colleague said it wasn't rude. It w- okay, boy, your colleague lied. <laughs> it was petty because my mom died. I told, like, I read the email to my mom and she died laughing. Well, if you actually paid she attention was like, to That's what the petty. fuck we already did, then maybe you would know where it was and the time it was at. <laughs> now I'm searching through some shit I ain't never used before. Google Calendar ain't never, ever, not never used that shit. And I'm looking Aaron through it. Aaron says like, that uh, when you use Google Calendar with, with your iPhone, it goes directly to your calendar. If you use a calendar, if it's linked to your I'm an artist. I'm not a fucking rocket scientist. Jesus oh, Christ. Okay. You're an educator. You should know something. Oh, okay. Yeah, former. We got a meeting to attend. Bless, yes. bless, bless it be the Lord. Uh, also, facts. This, Lovely evening. Thank Thanks. you, Jesus. Um, yeah. So we're going to wrap it up. You, thank you guys for listening. We love you. Um, <laughs> I'll be back. <laughs> I got a score set on <laughs> We love you guys so much. Thank you. Remember to like, share, subscribe, and always listen on Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Store, and Spotify. Stay up on the real culture of Detroit by tuning into the Detroit is Different podcast network weekly. Music, art, business, comedy, and never before told stories from the people of Detroit.